This is episode 41 of the Great Speech Podcast on Choose the theme and tone for your speech. And the quote of the episode is C'est la ton qui fait la musique. It's the tone that makes the music. A French proverb. It's a Great Speech Podcast for the public speakers. We're going way down deep to look at what makes a communicator. We'll look at all different topics from the bottom to the top. So get your mind free of all the distractions and please listen up, listen up, listen up. It's the Great Speech Podcast. 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 Thanks, Dad. Greetings, greetings, my great communicators. How are you guys doing? I trust you are well. Welcome back, of course, to another episode of the Great Speech Podcast. This is me, Kolari Shunaike, your communication super skills coach. You know, of course, you can reach out to me whenever you need any communication skills, help. All the links are in my show notes. So just scroll down on whatever podcast episode you are listening to and you will find how to get in touch with me. Or actually, in a way, probably better still is my fantastic workshop, free workshop on the five communication super skills that will change your career if you use them and stall your career if you don't. Had really, really loads of great positive reviews of that free workshop. So yeah, definitely worth checking out. You'll find the link in the notes. So what are we doing this week? This week, we are continuing in this series, which is dedicated to... I've kind of gone back to my roots of the purest how to give great speeches. Uh, I've written a book called How to Give a Great Speech, and I really thought actually it would be worthwhile exploring that issue in a podcast series. So this series six is dedicated to that idea of how do you give a great speech what are all these steps that are involved that you have to think about and work through in order to guarantee almost, right, that when you stand up, that you are going to give a speech or a presentation that has the impact that you want. So that's what we're exploring in this series. I have covered how to identify the right objective and your personal motive for your speech. That was the first episode of this series. The last episode, we looked in detail at how to analyze your audience. Such a crucial one, because if you think about it, how are you going to know what to say if you don't know who you are speaking to? So if you haven't already listened to that episode, this this series, I'm, at, I'm actually kind of advising people to take it in the order that I do the episodes. Other series, you can kind of listen to it, you know, pick and choose whichever ones you want. But I think this one will benefit from going through them. So feel free to pause this one, go back to the other two and then listen to those and then come back to this. It will always be here. But assuming you are with me and you are waiting eagerly for the next topic, the next thing that you should be thinking about when you are thinking about your speech making or your presentation that you have to give. 
What I want you to think about now is the theme and the tone for your speech. The theme and the tone for your speech. Now, what that means basically is it's beyond just the overall message of your speech. That you're kind of deciding when you think about your objective. So once you've identified your objective, uh, you know, what it is you want people to do or to think or to believe or to feel as a result of your speech, that's going to lead you into thinking about, okay, what's the overall message that I want to share in my presentation or my speech? And the thing I love about the theme and the tone, thinking about the theme and the tone, is that it's a great way to think about, okay, so I know what I want to achieve, but where do I start? What's the approach that I should take? You know, how can I create a speech that's going to take my audience to the place I want them to go? But I, you know, I'm just not sure what to, how to go about it or what's the hook that's really going to draw them in. And the advantage of the theme, uh, especially, and the tone uh, to kind of a different extent, which I'll explain, is that once you identify a great theme, your speech kind of pretty much writes itself. It's, it's one of those where that it's kind of, it's something, it's a hook that helps you get into the flow that just brings loads of ideas with it. I will, I know that might feel a little bit abstract, but I will explain uh, what I mean by that. But a theme really does give you a hook that allows you to just know exactly what it is you want to say. And, and I'll, so I'll give you some examples from actually my personal life. Uh, of things that I have done, not necessarily just speech related, but I'll show you, I'll share with you the idea. So there was a time I was in, uh, Miami actually on a conference, a yeah, great place to be. And I'd taken a break from the conference. So I was actually just sitting close to the beach on my own reading a book. And I noticed a flock of birds, uh, kind of just perched on a tree. And then all of them flew off you know, I don't know, disturbed or something. All of them flew off except for one bird and the bird just stood there and did nothing. And it kind of looked to me, I don't know what it was, but the way the bird looked, it almost looked as if the bird was afraid of flying or was scared. It looked really tentative, you know, I mean, who knows it was or wasn't, but it just, it looked really tentative. And so it immediately sparked in me the idea of what if you had a bird that had vertigo? What if you had a bird that had vertigo? And right there and then, that was the kernel of an idea for a children's picture book. And I pretty much wrote that entire, it's a very short book, right? But I pretty much wrote that entire book in one sitting because the idea came to me of, wow, what if a bird had vertigo? What would all the things, what would flow from that? And because I had the idea, so many things just came off it that I was just able to write that particular picture book very, very quickly and very, very easily. I'll give you another example. Uh, you guys will know that I write a lot of blog articles and lots, lots and lots of different topics. 
And I came up with an idea of what I called a celebrity speech match, which was where I would pit different figures against each other to assess who is the greater communicator between the two. Uh, if you guys used to watch, I think it was MTV, they used to have celebrity death match and they'd pitch different figures against each other, kind of fighting in the boxing ring. Uh, so that was the idea. And I decided, oh, wouldn't it be good if I did Obama versus Trump? Because, you know, really, you know, a lot of people think differently about them. So I did that. And again, as soon as I had the idea, it pretty much just wrote itself. I really was able to kind of put out that entire blog post very, very quickly without having to work too hard to find the ideas. I'll give you one more example, uh, this time with a client actually, that I worked with, uh, who was struggling with a presentation that she had to give on the topic of mergers and acquisitions. Uh, so you can imagine that's a pretty dry topic, right? But she was struggling with how to give a presentation on mergers and acquisitions. So I kind of got her in as I do as a coach and I asked her to tell, kind of put her slides away and put the notes she'd written away uh, and just tell me what the speech was about, what it is she wanted to say. And as she spoke and spoke, each time she would kind of reference that, yeah, you know, merging is kind of like, it's like a marriage, right? And then she would move off that topic and go into something else. And then she'd come back and say, oh yeah, so for instance, like if you were getting married, and then she'd use that as an example, and then go back on to kind of what she thought was the most important part of her presentation, the, the technicalities. And so once she kind of finished, I just kind of sat down and said, listen, you realize that almost all through the, the information you were giving me, you kept on referencing that a merger was a bit like a marriage. Why not just say that? And it was kind of like a light bulb moment for her. I can remember seeing her just thinking, oh, wow, yeah, you're right, actually. I could just lean into that as a theme. So she completely rewrote the presentation using marriage as a theme. She even had some of her own wedding pictures thrown in just to kind of really spice it up. And her presentation ended up being one of the strongest ones at that conference. She got loads of great feedback. Again, because she was able to find a really compelling hook. And once she had it, the ideas just flowed. So I know that's kind of a bit of a roundabout way of making the point that I'm trying to make, but it's simply this. It's that when you have a speech or presentation to give, one of the strongest ways to approach it is to identify a really strong theme, a really strong narrative that once you identify it, is just going to make the whole speech come together. It's a hook that you know you can you kind of use so many things uh, with that hook. The classic, probably most famous speech example is the I Have a Dream speech by Martin Luther King in 1963. If you think about it, you know, it's one of those things that I actually ask when I do workshops often. I'll ask you now, actually, if you think about this. So the I Have a Dream speech is one of the most, if not the most famous, or at least the most referenced speech in history, right? Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. But if I was to ask you to tell me 
the words of that speech, right? So from start to finish, how much of the words can you tell me? You know, unless you're a geek like me that kind of studies these things. I'll bet very, very little can you actually give me the accurate words. You probably can remember lines like, I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but the content of their character, right? That's the most famous line. You know, you might know a bit of the let freedom ring from something in Georgia to something in Mississippi, right? Uh, maybe the last line, free at last, free at last, thank God almighty, we are free at last, right? So you might remember some of it, but I'll guarantee you that the words specifically very likely you kind of don't really know or, or have forgotten. And yet you know exactly what the speech was about. You know that Martin Luther King was referencing and presenting his dream of a better nation that we could all aspire to achieve because it had such a strong theme, the I have a dream theme. The advantage of having a great theme is that long after people have forgotten the specifics and the particular words that you use, they will remember the overall theme of your speech, the overall message that you conveyed because it was encapsulated in a really strong theme. And if you don't believe me about people forgetting, so there's a lot of uh, evidence on this, but in particular, there is uh, a scientist called Ebbinghaus who created what was called the Ebbinghaus curve that basically, or the, the forgetting curve that basically identified that within one day, uh, you will forget 50% of what you hear. Uh, and within seven days, you'll have forgotten 90% of it. And that goes for speeches that you listen to. So... No matter how brilliant you are in your presentation or speech, very, very soon people will be forgetting most of it. But what they will remember is the theme, because that's a hook that is really compelling. So that's what I want you to think about when you start to prepare your speech, is to think, can I identify a theme that brings everything together, that makes it all hang together? Right. So you can look in history and many speeches and think, I don't remember what they said, but I do remember what it was about. Right. You know, yes, we can. Barack Obama, uh, the freedom or death speech by Emmeline Pankhurst, uh, which is one of my kind of favorite suffragette speeches, uh, which was basically saying, listen, you either give us freedom or you give us death. But one way or the other, we're going to, we're going to fight for what we want. Uh, you know, make America great again, D Donald Trump, right? He, you know, he kind of rambles, but whenever he rambled in a speech, he would nevertheless kind of come to that theme and everybody knew what it was that he meant. Even if it wasn't clearly articulated, what do you mean America great? When was it great? Was it not great before? You know, that kind of thing. But the idea of we're going to restore, you know, America to its rightful place, all that kind of stuff was really, really clear in that theme. You have, you know, the do or die speech by Mahatma Gandhi, which was really about, hey, listen, we're going to, again, we're going to be uncompromising in our desire to have India become an independent nation. Uh, or Winston Churchill, well, she'll fight on the beaches, you know, that kind of speech. Again, 
the idea or the theme there that basically we will never surrender is what people remembered long after the detail of the speech had been forgotten. So that is why I want you to think about, even before you start to craft the speech itself, or certainly well before you do any slides, if that's what you're doing, I want you to think about what is the overall theme for my speech? You know, if I had to, enc- if I had to create a slogan for my speech, a sound bite that is going to encapsulate the very essence of the message that I am trying to share, what would that sound bite be? What would that slogan be? What is the thing that is going to make people, that is what people will repeat to themselves or to other people whenever they're asked, well, so what was that speech about? They're going to say, oh yeah, it was about X, whatever X is. That is your overall theme. And that's why you've really got to think about it. And allied to that is your tone. So your tone is about the way you present yourself and what the overall impression you want people to have of you. And you're going to take that tone or use that tone within your speech. So this is very related to the personal motive for your speech, which I talked about in uh, the earlier episodes. So identifying what it is you want to get out of the speech. And once you know what it is you want to get out of the speech personally, then you adopt a tone that matches that of that personal motive, that personal purpose, right? So it could be that you want people to think of you as professional, or fiery, or serious, or funny, or balanced, or statesmanlike, or humble, or passionate, or bubbly, or determined, right? So loads of different, uh, loads of different uh, things that you may want people to think of you. Identify the important one. And then as you give your speech, you have to keep that tone in mind and kind of almost give it in that voice. It's almost like a persona that you're putting on, that you are inhabiting for the purposes of that speech. So that when your audience thinks back to the speech, they first think about, well, what was that speech about? And that's the overall theme that you use that's going to really make it work. Or And then they also think about, well, what do I think of him or her? And then the tone you took is what's going to be the thing that they remember. Oh, she was really fiery. You know, I really believe in her because she's had so much passion about it. Uh, or, you know what? What I loved about it is he was really humble. You know, he, t- you know, he didn't brag about himself, even though we know he's achieved so many things. He was really humble about it. That is the tone that you take when you are delivering your speech. It's about the way you're going to deliver the speech that you have created. So the theme is about the content. What's the hook that you're going to use? Uh, I'll give a recent example. Actually, I was working with a client who uh, had a speech to give. And um, what we settled on was identifying the 10 myths, the 10 great myths about diversity and inclusion, right? So it's a big topic, especially now at the moment, it's kind of become more, uh, I guess, in vogue, 
uh, and uh, lots of different ways that it could be approached. And this was about the 10 myths. And then it allowed in the speech for her to go through from 10 down to one, uh, but give different myths and bust them with different ideas. And just having that theme, i.e. I'm going to focus on the 10 myths, like they're 10 great myths, allowed her to have a hook that meant the speech kind of almost wrote itself. Or at least she knew exactly where she was going from minute one right to the end, because she had an overall theme that she knew would help drive the narrative of the speech. So that is what I want you guys to do. I want you to think about the theme for your speech. And then I want you to think about the tone that you are going to take personally when delivering that speech. Your theme is the thing they are going to remember. And your tone is what they are going to think of you. Long after they've forgotten the content of your speech, this is what's going to most stick in their minds. And if you choose a compelling and a strong one, they'll remember it for many, many days, weeks, months, maybe even years. Uh, I've had it actually where I've, in fact, I had a recent um, person come up to me, uh, in fact, book me in for, for a keynote speech, in fact, uh, in a new kind of role. Uh, because of a speech they had had me, they'd heard me giving back in the Google campus in, I think, 2013 or something. Right. That stuff works. It's the thing that helps people's minds give something for their minds to kind of hold on to. So you've got to do it. So that is my approach or my suggestion for this week. This episode is choose the right theme and choose the right tone for your speech. It will do so much of the heavy lifting for you and you will be glad that you did. Rather than just kind of starting to write without having any kind of theme that's going to really make everything hang together. So yeah, hope that all makes sense. Uh, love to hear from you guys. Of course, I didn't have any reviews to read out this week's, but do remember that if ever you do a review, uh, I will read it out on the next episode and I'll give you a shout out as well. So I always love to hear what you guys think about uh, the episode you've just listened to or the podcast generally or any other thoughts and ideas you have about communication. Love to love to hear from you guys on that as well. So I hope this helped for this week. Uh, pretty short and sweet, uh, but hopefully providing the kind of value that's going to help you guys be better speech makers. Uh, listen to, out for the next episode, which will be coming in a couple of weeks. And I haven't decided actually which part of the speech making process I will cover next week because there are a few different ones, but it will be something that will help, of course. So thank you very much, guys. Lovely to share my time with you. I leave you, as always, with a quote in a different language or at least a goodbye in a different language. And this time it is Russian, which is Dosvidanya. Dosvidanya, which is goodbye in Russian. Uh, don't know about my accent, but either way, lovely to share some time with you guys. I will see you on the next episode. Dosvidanya. Mm-hmm.